It's Meteorological Monday. Monday. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to Weather Jazz, a world audience podcast about anything and everything weather, science, earth science, and even a whole lot more from time to time. I am your host and the creator of the Weather Jazz podcast, Andre Berninger, and I'm the senior meteorologist on staff with WJW Television in Cleveland, Ohio. This is episode number 223 for Monday, August 9th, 2021. And I did take Friday off. I was in process of installing with my longtime friend, Bob Gilmore, a custom-made desk for the studio from which I do this podcast and have always, really. But it is really getting beefed up. I'm getting a lot of sound treatment on the walls. We'll be doing the ceiling shortly. And eventually, eventually, I'm thinking about posting this on uh, YouTube and uh, having it as a video podcast as well for those of you that want to watch and uh, listen as I put this together. And it'll always be an audio podcast first and foremost. Uh, However, you know, sometimes uh, video is a great way to get the word out, to grow the audience. And uh, so we're hoping that you will continue to be a part of this wonderful adventure called Weather Jazz. And today is Meteorological Monday. We're talking in specific today about 90 degree days. And you see, one of the reasons I'm bringing this up is because it has been over a month since we have seen a 90-degree day. The last 90-degree day that we saw here in Northeast Ohio was way back on July 7th when we hit a high temperature of 91. Actually, it was a, a, a triple-day stretch of 91. We had 91 on July 5th, 91 on July 6th, 91 on July 7th. Technically, anytime you have a 90-degree high temperature for three consecutive days, it's essentially what we know as a heat wave. And that was the only heat wave that we saw this year. And that was the extent of it, by the way. Uh, All around it, we had highs in the 80s. On July 4th, it was 86. And by the time we get to July the 8th, it was 80 for the high temperature. And we actually dropped into the 70s for highs on July uh, 9th, 10th, and 11th. But we're going to specifically look at the period from... July the 8th to August the 8th, because today we anticipate the possibility of seeing temperatures actually reach 90 for the first time in what will turn out to be over one month. So let's take the period between July 8th and August the 8th. 
And I'm only going to limit the scope of uh, this study from 2000. So that is roughly 21 years worth of data. So this year, 2021, there were zero 90-degree days in the same period. Last year, same period, and that's, again, July the 8th to August the 8th, we had seven 90-degree days. In 2019, seven 90-degree days. In 2018, same period, five 90-degree days. And in 2017, there were fewer, but there were some, three. But way back in 2016, there were 11 90-degree days in that period. 2015, only two, and we have to go all the way back to 2014 to see another year where there were no 90-degree days in that period, the same one that we just saw, no 90-degree days from July 8th to August the 8th. So let's look at the whole thing. I'm going to post a bar graph, incidentally, and that will be available on weatherjazz.com on the show notes for episode number 223 for anybody who actually needs a visual grasp of what's going on here. And you will see the number of 90 degree days plotted in time from the year 2000. And by the way, we all remember, uh, if you listen to this podcast and program enough, that in the year 2000, there were no 90-degree days across the entire summer. None. I think the highest was 88 that year. So obviously, suffice to say, 2000, there were no 90-degree days in that given period, July 8 to August the 8th. So how many of those 21 years... Uh, collectively come together where there are no 90-degree temperatures in that period from July the 8th to August the 8th. And that is somewhat unusual because it is, in fact, the hottest part of the summer for all intents and purposes. And I'm going to put the graph. You can see the graph. Most of the years have at least a handful of days and some years have a lot, the maximum being 11. There were a handful of years that had 10 or more. That was 2011, 2012, and 2016. 2016 with a maximum of 11 of the 30 days inside of that scope. So I'm going to count them literally as I am live with you and recording this. In 2000, there were none. 2003, 2004, there were none. So there's three, four, five, six, seven. So out of 21 years, actually, there were seven. That's more than what I would have thought. However, the vast majority of those occurred in the early 2000s, and we were cycling through somewhat cool-ish uh, summers. Were there hot days? Sure, there were. But it started off with uh, a year in which there were no 90-degree days. That was 2000. But please remember, the average dew point was pretty high. There were a lot of cloudy or variably cloudy days. The clouds 
kept those temperatures down. The uh, dew points were high. There were a lot of showers and thunderstorms in the area. So all of that combined to make that summer feel as though it was very muggy. It was uh, somewhat cloudy, somewhat showery and thundery. But in terms of the number of sunny days that drive temperatures up to 90 and higher, there were actually none, again, in the year 2000. So the vast majority of those years, pretty much from 2009 and going back to the year 2000. So really for about a 10-year period, none of those years really had many more than a handful of days at 90 plus. Once you get to 2010, we start ramping up the number of 90 degree days in that period from July 8th to August the 8th. And uh, take a look at the bar graph and you'll see quite a collection of them that go uh, up to 10 days. There's the one for 11 and 2016. The only outlier of that whole group was 2014. And in 2014, there were no 90 degree days in the period that we're studying today. So let's see what happens today. We actually have the best chance of seeing a 90-degree day that we've seen in quite some time, over a month. Uh, We may do it today, and we may do it maybe one or two more times this week, maximum. We'll wait and see. We're in a warm weather cycle right now, and with enough sunshine, we should be able to uh, push 90 at least once, if not maybe uh, twice, and we'll wait and see. And we'll have an update perhaps uh, later on this week right here on Weather Jazz. We talked about the PNA, the Pacific North American Oscillation Index, which has been pretty much driving the summer temperatures this year. And the correlation is really, really good this year. That correlation has indicated that we've seen up and down pattern. This warm pattern this week will not last. It is looking as though we're going to see that pattern go back into a positive PNA territory, which will push the temperatures back into that cool zone that we enjoyed for a little bit so far this month in the month of August. And it's been basically toggling up and down. Does it stay in the cool mode? And the answer is no, as we look toward the Second and third week of August, we should ramp it back up into the warm uh, zone, and thus temperatures will probably start sliding to above normal territory. Normal high temperature at this time of year is 83 degrees. We'll be falling to 82 here pretty soon, so anything above 83 will be above normal. We'll toggle and, and stay above normal for most of this work week. Toward the end of the week and the weekend, we should go into below normal territory, highs in the upper 70s, low dew points again, and then should ramp that back up as we go deeper into next week. Overall, it's looking as though we'll probably err on the side of a little above normal. But for the time being, right as of right now, we are actually running a departure from normal 
for the first eight days of August, 3.3 degrees below normal. And that's significant. Anything outside plus or minus two tends to be somewhat significant. So right now we're running a cool-ish because temperatures stayed in the mid-70s to near 80 for the first four days of August. And it wasn't until the 6th, 7th, and 8th, Friday, Saturday and Sunday did we glide into the mid to upper 80s. We'll see where things end up, but uh, the way the PNA is driving things, I suspect that uh, the departure from normal that currently is in negative or cooler than normal territory will probably uh, even out and will get Pretty close to normal when all is said and done as we push toward the end of August. That's the way it's looking right now. Precipitation, just as an FYI, we are right on par with where we should be for normal. And most of that rainfall actually fell on Saturday with 0.080 inches, almost an inch of rain at Hopkins Airport. And on Sunday, we ended up with 0.18 We actually had a little cluster of thunderstorms move through about midday. And once that cleared the area, then we went back into mostly sunny skies. So there you have it for the Ohio Valley and Ohio Valley update, really the concentration for today. We will see how things end up as we push through August. Obviously, we'll have updates as need be virtually any time, but Meteorological Monday is where we really dive into some of the specifics. And, of course, those specifics today included 90-degree days between July the 8th and August the 8th. And make sure that you tune into Fox 8 News tonight. The climatological update for Cleveland will come in about uh, ooh, 525, 530. By the time my segment comes on at about 535 to 537, we will know whether or not we hit 90 today. So the suspense is there. We'll let you know as the month continues to unfold. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Help me to spread the word about this podcast, especially word of mouth. I just saw Mike Russell from MRC, that is musicradiocreative.com. I've uh, really enjoyed watching his uh, production show notes and and how to do certain things. He uh, does a jingle production house uh, just outside of London, England. And uh, he just mentioned in Friday's podcast that one of the biggest ways to grow your audience, it's not necessarily social media, although that could certainly help, but it is word of mouth. If you really like what you hear, do me a favor and actually tell someone via email or whichever way you communicate. Perhaps it's a, a text to somebody. That's a good way to do it. Just say, hey, have you ever heard of Weather Jazz? I think it's great, and I think it's worthy of your time. So word of mouth is really how podcast audiences tend to grow. So there you have it. You have your marching orders for, for this week. And if you have a question or a topic suggestion, I welcome your input. You can easily reach me, weatherjazz at yahoo.com. It is my email address. And you can also call the Weather Jazz Podcast Audience Connect Line 234-525-5888. 
And if you're listening to this podcast during a time where transcribing that is impossible, not to worry, just go to weatherjazz.com anytime and click on the contact tab at the very top and all that information will be available to you right at your fingertips. Well, we have Science Wednesday coming up this week and also I do have something planned for Open Line Friday. I'll tell you more about that on Wednesday. In the meantime, have a wonderful day. Stay cool, stay hydrated and watch for that 90 today. Weather and science across the globe. Jazz Pop!